Greetings and welcome back to Qualified Nonsense. Here at Qualified Nonsense, we discuss anything and everything and from time to time, nothing at all. Just three good-looking guys looking at each other, talking into microphones. I know what you're thinking. How good-looking are these guys anyway? Well, in an effort to prevent mass hysteria, we've opted to stay in the podcast space until now. That's right, we're going to be doing a live stream show on Sunday, August 27th at 9pm Eastern, 6pm Pacific to celebrate our one year anniversary of doing this silly show. Tune in to twitch.tv slash qualified nonsense or find us as qualified nonsense on YouTube. And uh, you can uh, watch and participate um, in the recording of our anniversary episode by sliding into chat, leaving comments, asking questions, keck wing, and more. This will be our first stream, so we'll see how it goes. And if it's fun and successful and you guys enjoy it all right, we might do more. Uh, so you'd think that would be plenty to announce at the top of the show, right? Wrong. We haven't talked about the patreon yet patreon.com slash qualified nonsense is a way to throw a little bit of support at us and uh get some extra content too and if any patrons make it to the recording they'll have the option to pop in for a quick hello and maybe a question or two uh i didn't clear that with you guys first does that sound like okay that sounds only great too yeah that'd be fine Sweet. Okay, so so all of that uh, in a one quick little blip. Uh, okay, um, uh, Sunday, August 27th, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Come hang out, twitch.tv slash qualified nonsense, or find us on YouTube, same name. Uh, it's a live show. It'll be fun. Okay, enough already. Let's get on to the show. My name's Jake. I'm Brandon. And I'm Matt. And this is Qualified Nonsense. Welcome to another episode, everybody. Gentlemen. What's up? How have you Bing, bang, been? boom. <laughs> how have you been since we, uh, since we last recorded, which was a few minutes ago, but uh, <laughs> since we last recorded a full episode? Living it up. Yeah. Travel. Live- I should say uh, we had a pretty uh, spicy conversation uh, before the record. If you want to hear it, patreon.com slash qualified nonsense. Yeah, we put a paywall on that one there. <laughs> Sunnies. I do think that actually classifies as a spicy page, as the kids call it. That would that would classify. Do kids call it spicy pages? <laughs> the spicy pages with a little pepper. Not that I know. I heard from a friend once. Yeah, what? I read an article in Reader's Digest. <laughs> Is it like a Thai TikTok? restaurant? Like if there's like two peppers, it's <laughs> yeah. like, kind of like medium spice. So like three peppers, it's extra spicy. <laughs> when, spi- when you guys go to one, Thai, one you... pepper is foot. When you guys go to Thai <laughs> restaurants and order Thai food like that, do you get what what peppers do you choose? I t- I tell them the hottest and not white people hot. Oh yeah, because I, I I generally enjoy that. Yeah, and you like torching your butthole. <sighs> Actually, the I, yeah, these days. I, I, these I've, days, <laughs> I've mentioned that I, I've gotten more sensitive to, to spice, so I, I usually just go like with a, a mild or medium. Yeah, I'll just have pad Thai. I, I end up doing medium for the most part. <laughs> I'll have part. a glass of milk. <laughs> Regular American milk. None of that Thai milk. <laughs> Cottage cheese, please. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I still I still do enjoy getting a good burn on. Yeah. Same. 
but I, I do end up paying for it usually. I didn't used to so much, but yeah, see, that's like fucking getting old. Like I, I didn't used to understand when people were like, Oh, feel that at midnight. And then I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And now I'm just like, Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> all these years I didn't listen to you. You're just burping up lava all night. <laughs> <laughs> Out the bee hole. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Thanks, yeah, to, to answer to answer your question, Brandon, you know, good hanging in, um, having a having a good time, working at the new job, uh, you know, doing summer uh, with uh, the family. And that's fun. Shaving my yeah. head. You know, hey, me too. Keeping it clean. <laughs> Matt, did you shave yours again? I did. That's yep. good. Nice. Took it back to a one. You guys' kids start school soon, right? Yeah, um, end of Anna August. And I were just we're, we were just talking about um, how that's coming up, Did which you? is surprising. My uh, my seven year old's right now is in a theater camp, and she of all the things she's done this uh, this summer, mm-hmm. uh, she's told us that she enjoys this the most, and they're doing um, like a little musical number on on Friday of five different songs like uh you know you never had a friend like me from aladdin mm-hmm. mr mistopheles from cats which mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. uh oklahoma and a couple of others also uh... <laughs> yeah um but it's an it's approachable to the kids they get it they love it nice. um, so and you know i don't know if our our listeners know this about us but we bonded over our time in theater so it makes my heart happy to see that she's and she's so timid like she's timid and very shy so it's good to see her kind of get out of her bubble and really stretch herself and she's absolutely loving it so oh great that's good to hear yeah uh oscar did a um my 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 seven-year-old did a um his favorite so far uh was a camp that uh at the the durham arts council basically like a a place where they um more or less i guess like find a subject and study um uh like arts and cultures like um not philosophy what's it called um i mean i guess a little bit of philosophy but like but like about a culture and so while he was there it was about um the country Djibouti. anthropology anthropology that's what i was thinking um but uh but yeah it was it, he he like did some some they had some theater elements where they did a little production and um yeah it's it's cool to see it's cool to see the kids out there stretching themselves and yeah and 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 getting their creative juices flowing Good becoming on. their own little people yeah oh my gosh guess what happened you've they your girls have probably been doing this for a while but um oscar just in the last like week has been getting himself dressed without us having to nag him. Um, and it's awesome. <laughs> Just this week, like he comes down well, for breakfast and he's all dressed and we're like, what? We're trying to like cool. celebrate it as best as we can because we're like independence, do it. Yeah. Mark, does he dress himself Marco's... all crazy or no, 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 he's been putting on button ups. He's been, he's been mm. looking sharp. Nice. Better than me. <laughs> Margo, Margo's done that for a bit. We do have to kind of poke and prod Rona about it. She's yeah. still four, but yeah, yeah. Margo being seven, um, 
she does pretty good now her allowing her to, she's obsessed with tie-dye because grandpa's really into tie-dye so she comes down looking like that kid from what's the adam sandler movie big daddy he's like yeah. i dress myself she kind of looks like a hobo sometimes um but hey she's finding like as long as they're clean and they don't smell bad you can dress how you ever you want yeah nice our whole thing right now is we're trying to get her to learn the value of chores and like doing rewards hey you did mm. your chores um we don't have a wheel or anything we just try to say hey it's the weekend we got to get our clothes ready until you know before you go outside and play you have to fold and put your clothes away mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. yeah do so they get an that's allowance nope we no. they get free room and board allowance. that's allowance enough that's, mm. <laughs> don't disagree with it yeah <laughs> uh brandon what about the cats have they been enjoying any um camps this this summer yeah they haven't quite learned to dress themselves yet uh they and, piss uh, in the toilet yet flush it <laughs> i wish no no nothing too exciting on the cat front my my week is has been good we um explored uh this past weekend we explored a lake that's only like 10 minutes away from our house that we've never been to that is actually the largest lake in the willamette valley uh oh, really this, but <laughs> uh fern ridge reservoir oh cool but uh um, it's uh, where the Eugene Yacht Club is. I learned, but yeah, we just had a nice little. Is it a is it a sizable lake? Well, it yeah, it's, be, right? it's. Um, have you ever driven uh, to Florence through Eugene? Uh, Fern Ridge oh, yeah. Reservoir. If you drive, um, if you drive to Florence through Eugene, um, you'll go like before you get to Vanita, you'll pass through it like there, it's like a bunch of like marshland kind of looking that that's that lake but hmm. it's um, a 14 mile lake holy shit that's a big big ass lake since <clears throat> since there's a yacht club uh, it sounds like there's a lot of boats there is it loud or was it uh, uh no i mean well we went on a saturday and i mean there were a lot of um families with kids playing in the water so Ugh. It was kind of loud <laughs> that way, but like not no like boat noise or anything. Oh, okay, that's cool. And like obnoxious people like playing music on their phones out loud or whatever. But I'm looking yeah. at the yacht uh, club uh, <laughs> pictures on Google, and it looks like a fuck ton of sailboats. Yeah, there were a lot of sailboats out there. Do they not allow motorized boats? Uh, no, I I think they do because I saw some guy on a. Uh, jet ski so yeah, okay and i saw somebody like wakeboarding so they, yeah, they, yeah they and people had like pontoon boats and things so yeah they, they allow motorized boats cool. have y'all been but, sailing but on a, on a proper sailboat i have not <sighs> no and i don't necessarily have any interest to yeah i have, have a, you yeah i i my um Anna's uncle, so my father-in-law's brother, had a, well, I guess he still has it, but I was in, we were in, uh, well, we were somewhere in the Northeast, I don't remember where they used to live, but they were on a, on a, a big lake, or a big, like, waterway, 
and uh, he took me out on, he, he has a small sailboat and it was really cool, but there was like a lot, you know, there was a, like a lot to do. <laughs> it's a lot of, <laughs> like yeah, a, it's, it's like it's a, a lot, lot of work. work. Yeah. But I'm into that. Like, I don't, I don't like just sitting my, my, I get, I start picking up my beard and stuff. So, <laughs> so like, um, it was kind of, it was like fun to the very brief encounter I had with it. I had a really good time. Nice. Hmm. Yeah. I'm looking yeah, at, I imagine uh, there's a lot of sailboats on this lake because there's, not really anywhere to take a sailboat out nearby. The uh, Fern Ridge Shores RV Park looks really nice. Ooh. <laughs> That's sarcasm. Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it actually looks quite trashy. <laughs> but, <laughs> but but it's a oh, it's cool. There's a elementary school nearby. That's cool. And it's a, it's only 10 minutes away from you, Brandon? Yeah. That's nice. Ooh, Elmira oh. Elementary School. Not to be confused with Elvira Elementary School. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. I'm looking at the Fern Ridge RV Park. Yeah. That's, that's Ooh, pretty, yeah. Looks pretty fantastic. Well, that's where dreams are made of or die. Well, good work. Um, yeah. I uh, Also, the... Um, theater that was doing the Fellini movies is now doing a Wes Anderson retrospective thing and so I I contributed to their Kickstarter for that and so I went to go see Isle of Dogs the other night which is the one Wes Anderson movie I hadn't seen I haven't seen that I liked it I do appreciate it it, his style it's I know it's I mean it's kind of me me now but um but I still really appreciate it. It's like a lot of fun to look at. I view Wes Anderson like I view McMinimins. Mm. Is I go there and I, I I go to his movies <laughs> and I know exactly what I'm going to get and it's going to yeah. be the same thing. And it's going to be consistent and it's going to be... I mean, you can either look at it as decent, good, or bad, but it's going to be consistent, whatever. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I do think his style, like people try to make fun of it but they never quite nail it i think um make fun of it how like they try to mimic it or or yeah like you'll see like uh, like videos on tiktok or whatever of like whatever like if you know uh, uh, apocalypse now was a wes anderson movie or whatever and like yeah oh um, yeah that kind of stuff but um I don't know. I, I, I like his, his movies and I, I know they're not, they're not for everybody and they're, you know, kind of an acquired taste. So. Did you, did you see, but, um, he, the, I saw some behind the scenes stuff on one of his shoots, um, for the, the one about the hotel. Grand um, Budapest hotel. Yeah. One of the shots that they did was like from a train car, like from inside a train car and then looking outside and it was snowy and <clears throat> the outside picture was great. They literally just had like a box car window and shades and like little walls, but it was like, it wasn't even like they saved a bunch of money by making it look like they were on a train and it was just this little like trailer and, and, um, I love I love stuff like that from a from a filmmaking standpoint. I just really appreciate when you're immersed enough and they've built the 
the narrative and they've built the surrounding pieces so well that they can hide things like that and, and do something like, like, you know, super, super low budget. They didn't need a train. They didn't need, you know, at least for that shot, they didn't need a train for, you know, executing a really, a really perfect like train coming to a standstill in the snow and then looking out the window from a box car. Like all they had to do is upholster a couple of chairs and put up a shade and they called it a day. I love that shit. But that that really entertains me. I saw that one of the scenes in Barbie that they filmed when they were like in the car was actually a rotating back like background or f- oh, nice. like ground. It was a ground yeah. piece of ground so it looked like they were rolling through the desert but it was it was just planks of wood that they had going nice. on rotating. So to have that kind of like rudimentary aspect to filmmaking still is pretty it's pretty fun. Oh, Wes has, Wes Anderson just put out a a movie right about the the test village or the test mini society or something asteroid city um, oh yeah i had forgotten that he they that just came out right yeah yeah it came out did you see it uh, maybe a month ago um yeah i i did see it and i i, I liked it it was good not great um, oh i'm remembering now you talked about it a couple of episodes ago <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, it was good, not great. Yeah. Yep. But uh, yeah, they're they're showing at, at this theater. They're showing um, all of his movies in reverse chronological order. So uh, coming up this weekend is Grand Budapest Hotel. So nice. That's a good one. That's a pretty one. Yeah. I did not see. Um, I did not see the last one. Not not the one that just came out a month French ago, Dispatch. but yeah, I didn't see that one. Was that one any good? Yeah, that that one is is good. It's um, yeah, that it. Uh, I I didn't get a chance to see it at the theater because we were out of town, but um, it, it's uh, that one kind of feels like sort of like his most like adult movie. I think I don't know. Like the theme is is yeah, yeah. Well. Well, uh, there we go. Wes Anderson. Oh, boy. Yeah. Jeez. We, I'm, why did you put that on the soundboard? We're going to be using that fucking constantly. That All right. I, I just added that. Well, <laughs> let's get a move on. The crickets are falling asleep, so we're going to grab a quick break, get some coffee, and we'll be back with more fun hilarity comments coming in hot from us. Uh, he keeps talking. Just go to break. Go to break. Here we go. And and we're out. (laughs) Imagine a world where time drifts slowly. A world where music carries you away. Experience pure moods. The perfect soundtrack for your way of life. Direct from Europe, this multi-platinum collection has won the hearts of millions. Set adrift with the timeless pleasures of tubular bells. Or take a trip into the unknown with the X-Files theme. No other collection gives you the feeling of pure moods. Order Pure Moods, call the number on your screen, or send check or money order for the amount shown, plus shipping and handling. Rush delivery available. 
Call now. <laughs> Welcome back. Feel free to drop us a line at qualifiednonsense at gmail.com or connect with us on our socials. Now's the time of the show when we ask each other some questions we came up with or found somewhere or whatever. We're uh, divinely Super, uh, inspired. But, yeah. Ba- basically, All right, I got like one. Jake I got one. Okay, let's hear uh, it. Matt. Let's hear it. Okay. Matthew, you have the floor. I have t- I have two, but uh, going for well, it. One I'm at a time, two. Matt. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to pull an audible on this one. I had oh. something written down, um, but I'm going to go with it. I'll go with it for the next recording. Modern art. For it or against it? Or indifferent? Now, when you say modern art, that's... <laughs> I'm talking about the people that literally go in and put buckets of sand on top of each other and watch it fall over in the middle of a room and walk away because that literally just fucking happened. Some I, I I I didn't catch who it was, but like that was the modern art, right? Ooh, we're gonna Something's stack gonna up all angry. these buckets of sand. <laughs> Sorry, no, I just banged my mic. Uh, they stood up all these buckets of sand and waited for it to fall over. It fell over in the middle of the room. And he just goes, and that's me throwing out my hands. And people clapped for it. Yeah. So the re- I feel yeah. like, yeah. So the reason I'm bringing this up is uh, Kara's, Kara's best friend is uh, one of the curators at the, the UN ski, UNC um, uh, museum that's there, the school okay. museum. And she has told us stories that, you know, and it, Keep in mind, she has she just flew to Amsterdam or wherever with a fucking Van Gogh because when they do this stuff and they commission you, you have to physically fly with it to its country that it's going to. And like, right, this is a piece of actual art that was done by somebody that's revered as being sure. groundbreaking and this, that, or the other. But they also have to host a certain amount of student art. And this is the one that sticks with me the most. There's two of them, but this is the one that sticks with me the most. There was a student who urinated in a bowl and then put resin on top and there was no rhyme or reason there was no backstory to it it was just here's a bowl of urine put it up in the the, and they had to put up in the museum because they had to exhibit a certain amount of uh, student art yeah and it's like well that's it i mean i don't know like the thing the thing about I don't, I don't, I don't personally treat that art any differently than I treat film. And you know what? Like, I like a movie or I don't like a movie. Critics like a movie and I might like the movie that critics like, or I might not like the movie that critics like. Like, I don't, like, it's all subjective. It's all subjective. There's no, there's not an objective piece out there. So if it moves someone, great. Let it move you. Um, I, I, I once worked with this, um, this like solo performer who uh, um, her name is Annie Lanzalato uh, and she does a lot of solo weird solo stuff in New York and she's, she's cool, but she was really passionate. There was this really exciting show that came to Louisville when I was there and everyone was like goo goo gaga over this piece. And she walked out halfway through and everyone's like, what? She walked out halfway through and she's like, she's from New York. She's like, "I, I, I don't know. It didn't move me. It didn't move me. And we're like, okay, 
you like, what do you mean? She's like, I don't know. It just mm, didn't move me. And I was like, oh, okay. And uh, I, I don't know. I, I guess I appreciate that perspective. Like, like who cares what other people think of it? And so to be, I would hate to be a curator because you think that you have some sort of input and hopefully you do from an artistic standpoint, but like <clears throat> at the end of the day, you're beholden to the stakeholders of the gallery. And if they want to put a bowl of piss with resin on it on display, or if they feel like they have to because of some policy, like fine, but like who gives a shit or who gives I, a piss? Yeah. Oh, I see what you did there. Um, yeah, thanks. I, I get what you're saying. And I, I do agree to a certain point of, like, for example, when people want to argue music, it's like, well, you're arguing taste, right? Your taste well, is, I, different, th- yeah, I mean, is that... different than my taste. However, I do think you can hold to fundamentals, right? I don't know anybody out there that's like, you know who's really a fantastic musician? Yoko Ono. You know, like... I know I know Yoko Ono fans that, that really? are like... Yeah. Yeah, because... Well, because what... Sh- I mean, and, like, I don't care so much for Yoko Ono, but, like, have you heard her rendition of uh, Katy Perry's Firework? It's fucking bomb. It's so good. Because she just, like, audibly orgasms into a mic while the music is playing in the background, and she just sort of, like, ruins it. But it's, like, but it's like a comment. And, like, I think it's hilarious do I think it's artistically satisfying? Like, would I would I put that on Spotify while I'm driving? Absolutely not. So I think it's like there's a time and place, and it, and again, just like music, like this art shit, however it comes, it plays, movies, physical art, dance, like like modern dance, is something that I cannot enjoy. I've not had a good time watching any of it even though i've been informed that i was watching really good stuff <laughs> i'm like okay but it's not it's just not my jam and so it is some people's yeah. jam and great i uh, guess when i'm when, when i think of like art versus modern art i i still view it as something that's attainable right it's a tangible thing um and again for for a different example there was one i, I forget the installation's name but it was the it was a timestamp and it was the timestamp because that's when that artist had their mail delivered and it was a Stafford's role to have their mail received and dumped in the middle of the floor at 4:24 PM or whatever. That's what it was called. And there are people yeah. that lined up and they're like, Hmm, 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 Hmm. It's just, they're, it's a fucking bin of mail. You know that what's that what's that old sort of fairy tale the um the invisible clothes the uh the uh emperor has no clothes that one <laughs> or a new groove um but yeah it's i mean it, it it fits that same criteria i think of people being like no look it's important ooh yeah it's important and then you get a bunch of like yes people surrounding you and then I do feel like I'm showing my age by having this argument, but it's like, I, I just don't understand how you could call that art. It feels lazy. It feels very lazy when when you're standing around a gallery that there's all of this respect, all these respected pieces on the wall that you could be looking at, but no, you have to watch a dude build a tower of sand and watch it fall over and then clap for him. Or, you know, somebody 
dump a, a bin of mail because that's the timestamp you wanted and it's an expose on I mean, I, 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 I do think a lot of the, the art community is very like, you know, they like the smell of their own farts and it is, <laughs> um, you know, like just tr- basically like trying to out, make yourself sound smarter than the next guy. Um, and that, that said, I, I, I think you know anything can be art like if 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 you do if it does provoke a reaction a you know a, a reaction of disgust or uh you know hatred or whatever that's still a reaction you know um and i i think that's art doing its job um yeah but i think that's fair um uh also just as a as a genre i should actually look this up before i say it but i'm pretty sure as a genre uh, quote unquote modern art is is like art like started in the in the nineteen aughts. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I was just at. Uh, or no, maybe maybe no, no, no. no, no. I, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. It's the sixties. Wait, oh, hold on. In the, I was just at the Art Institute of Chicago, and they have the their modern art section is like. 1950 forward or something like that yeah but so it's like but i get what you're saying though matt it's uh, you know if it doesn't resonate with you and you also have these you know these these like like recognized artists who you know like your van goghs and your you know monets and whatever but like i don't know that's just as subjective to a degree you've got more history behind it so you can say like ah this is outstanding Um, well and and when those paintings came out like oh right yeah like people probably said like what is this shit like it's all like blurry and looks bad and uh that doesn't look like oh yeah that's not what water lilies look like like you know but (laughs) yeah idiot (laughs) <laughs> but again i guess i guess that what i'm saying is that it was tangible right it was still a thing that you would have to have and to hold right mm. whether it became famous or not like it was a painting that was on on the wall and it was like a, a classic rendition of art and maybe i'm being narrow-minded for thinking just a just an installation that you walk away from a bowl of piss with resin on top or dumping mail on the floor or there was another one where um this person just commissioned a big inflatable ball to be erected um or inflated i guess randomly throughout the campus every week and i was like oh, fucking it's just a ball well, i mean like, can't, can't that's, that's like more of a jackass thing for to fun's do fun's sake like i don't know like just yeah all right no, it has to have a purpose. <laughs> well, it is. I mean, you know, we can talk about the the sort of um, metaphor of of more modern art being very um, intangible or like very temporary, because so much of so much of um, what we do is is temporary now. Like here today, gone tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. And I know, I know it's a very hot take to have, and we're talking no, about no, art, I, which I is appreciate. like super, sub, it is super subjective. Um, but at the same time, I, 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 I don't know. I, I guess I do feel like there are some gold 
golden standards to have about art. And I was like, I just don't see it. I don't get it. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't get a, a lot of it. And, but at the same time, I don't think, I, I think if you're looking at art, I, I think people try to intellectualize it too much. And if you just stand back and say, you know, is this something visually appealing or do I like just kind of gauge how you, your reaction to what you're looking at? And if you like it, if you don't, if you do like it, what do you like about it? If you don't like it, what do you not like about it? How does it make you feel? Why does it make you feel that way? Like um, when I was in college, um, I remember having a conversation with my brother, Luke, um, that I, stuck with me because um, it sort of um, addressed this conversation that we're having about art or about really ultimately what it comes down to is like feeling and defining feeling. Um, the uh, the train tracks, you know, when you're going into St. John's and there are those couple of bridges that you can look down and you can see long train tracks um, going towards the Willamette and away from the Willamette. And I remember walking with Luke over those and being like, man, I really love the way, like, I love the train tracks. I think I was like, you know, <laughs> super nondescriptive about it. And, and I'm sure we were already arguing about something. And he's like, why? I'm like, well, I don't know. I love him. He's like, but yeah, but what do you mean? Like, what does that, what does that mean? Like, what do you love about them? Do you love any like gave examples? And you know, like Luke can be sometimes, um, a bit abrasive, uh, and, and, and like, and I was like, I don't know, dude, it's just how I feel. It's just like the way it makes me feel. And, um, and what I appreciated in that conversation with Luke is that we can, well, we can disagree a lot, but, but we can understand that we disagree and we uh, like, and I can walk away from that understanding. And I think he did too, is the fact that like, when you appreciate something, to try to verbalize it or try to intellectualize it is like totally up to the individual. If they want to do it, if they're, if they like, if they, if it evokes explanation, great. But if not like fucking who cares? <laughs> like, you know, you can, you can experience and um, ingest art in different ways. And, and I, and I think that goes sort of goes back to what I was saying earlier, which is just like, it's so subjective trying to, qualify it is is tough is tough and i've and i've learned to just sort of like say nah it's not it's not my bag if other people want a, a, a jar of, of piss covered in resin like cool but nah not for me well, thanks then, why did i get in trouble when i dropped trow and took a shit in the middle of the floor because i was like this is an art this is this is art <laughs> Uh, well, and then the, suck, that that's the your that that's an art statement because that's a comment on the art world itself and you know like yeah. you, you can that didn't you know, hold up in court it, however but yeah. yeah yeah but the people in back you couldn't hear them because they were snapping they were like yeah <laughs> free yeah, speech Matt. They, they, yeah, Matt. they can't convict you for what a cool speech. cat anyway that's my what, uh that's what a my cool hot cat. take there's something we were talking about in the pre-recording that uh i don't know it's something that's been on my mind for a while but i always like I get I get pretty frustrated when I think about it. So. I do like walking through um, the the like the modern art section of a, a museum. Like I personally, just it's skip not, it. 
it well i think it's worth looking at but it, it's it's not a lot of it isn't really my thing like i don't really right i go faster like, through that section for yeah. sure like an enormous painting that's just all the color red or whatever like just a solid like i don't i don't understand that uh but uh, you know it, i'm being it, it doesn't really make me feel one way or another <laughs> <laughs> i'm being hypocritical like, when i'm like well matt you know it's subjective blah, blah, blah. my i my absolutely my knee-jerk reaction is to look at that and be like what the fuck is that like fucking who cares and like turn see, around and walk but away but then there and, are like, like i'm gonna contradict like, i'm gonna contradict myself because i actually do enjoy abstract art but like that like you're painting of all red i might find you, that you just you you you, you would I, what it sounds like is and correct me if i'm wrong you would prefer art to be in some sort of tangible a tangible thing like a painting a recording uh yeah some sort of physical tangible thing like to have Mm. an installation and then clean it up at the end of every day or whatever like there was another one there's another fucking one where they just put uh it was all candy it was like candy wrappers or something and i was like the fuck is it just it's just trash but you like, it, it, but you can't. Ooh, that might have been at the Art Institute of Chicago because I saw that a big pile of candy wrappers. So maybe. Uh... But like you, you can't have it. Like it's not Plagiarism. a thing that you can have. I don't. It's just. I don't get. I, so uh... art. It's only art if you can buy it and hang it on your wall. Ooh, ooh, this is getting. So we. Oh, are I'm sorry. White... Is that what I said? No. Uh, no, 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 no. We are. We are three white guys in a podcast. So that, <laughs> that takes us to NFTs, right? <laughs> NFTs. Are, we, yeah. Another thing I don't understand, but I know that they exist. Uh, they're non fungible. Uh, yeah, there's like just screenshot it. <laughs> no, feel, uh, but but it's like, not yours. It's mine. Like a, a a modern artist would be Jackson Pollock. How do you feel about Jackson Pollock? Uh, kind it's of punk ass bitch. No. Haven't haven't spent a whole bunch of time with it. Being honest, <laughs> honestly, like where it, it's just like paint, like dripped over a canvas, like kind of. Have you seen randomly. those guys that put a hole in the bottom of a five gallon paint can and yeah, then, and like spin and it around, swing it, swing it around yeah. on a big old canvas? I I, I think like it's those. I think it's. Cool. I saw one. I do think where... they're kind of lazy to charge what they charge for it because like it's just a it's just an idea that you're replicating over and over and over and over again. I saw one where a guy had a woman hanging by her feet and they dipped her hair into paint and were like moving her around a canvas. That's what I'm talking about. That's art, yeah. baby. <laughs> That's art, baby. <laughs> Get some butt cheeks smeared on a canvas. But I, I don't know, like, like uh, walking through the modern art section, like I did like, you know, like the, the, I don't remember the name of the photographer, but he just had like pictures of like topless women on motorcycles. And oh, why'd you I, like I that know. one, Brandon? Hey, Brandon, you're like, my man. <laughs> can't they can't but, put my thumb in it? I mean, on it. <laughs> I don't know. Sure, I, I'm, I kinda, I'm switching jobs. Like as far as art goes, I kind of like like what would be typically considered like kind of like low art. Uh, I kind of like that in like a high art sort of setting. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I like that. Uh, well, so we're, so we've got photographers in the, uh, on the call on the, in, on the cast. What, uh, like, I think photography is really tricky too, because like, you know, obviously, like image composition and and 
you know, when you expose images and print them and, and what have you. But um, photography is, I think, pretty interesting as an art form, like as, as like documenting like an event is one thing. And then, and then it's like selling photography mm-hmm. is like is at pretty a different Saturday market. Like, Oh, here's a picture of Mount hood. Yeah. Well, well, and actually even that, you know, picture of Mount hood, sure. In a frame, that's fun. Cause it's like memorabilia, but, um, but then you've got these, like these, like sort of, I don't even know what you call it. Like high, higher art photography, like, like, topless women on uh, motorcycles or um <laughs> high fashion or like modeling at yeah, high fashion i think i, I photo- photography is hard um having spent a number of years in it it's i think there's well now it's 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 so uh easy easy to access right if anybody wanted to go right. out and buy a really f- expensive camera um you know in theory they could uh to get a camera that performs well and anybody that wants to spend time on youtube can learn how to edit photos very well um does that mean that they understand like dynamics of light uh and compositions no but they can still produce some pretty fantastic imagery and i think there's a lot out there that are um incredibly underrated but i do think those that find a niche are better served if they wanted to make a career out of it for example There's one guy that I follow, and his handle on Instagram is in these mountains. And all he photographs, he's a former Marine, and all he photographs and films, he, he's predominantly, he's mostly gotten to the filming of, but it's just bighorn sheep. Uh, that's all he does. And he has made that his niche and finally got interviewed. And I was like, why? And he's like, well, I used my training in the Marines, and he struggled with some mental health issues. And he's like, I just feel, I feel myself in the woods. And I found that I really, I, I just really like these sheep and I can find our bighorn sheep and I can find them. Um, well, I've seen this guy's stuff. These, these images are so fucking crisp, man. Yeah. I mean, he's using like $30,000 lenses to, to get this. And you do I have guess. to have a, a certain amount of, um, you know, funding to do this. And he got to where he wanted to, but he found his, like I said, his niche, um, but photography, I think, is it's hard because I think there's so many that are out there that are underrated and there's so many out there that are overrated. And it's kind of a you found yourself at the right place at the right time or was networking with the right person. And some of those that are incredibly talented just haven't found that yet. So that's a tough one. Oh, man. Um, everybody listening, go check out uh, In These Mountains that you could spend all day on scrolling through his stuff. Holy smokes. Beautiful. Pretty uh pretty fantastic. I do I do really enjoy wildlife photography. There's a um ah, darn it, I should have done my homework and, and know who I'm plugging, but there's a couple of Swedish um <clears throat> Swedish? Nor in maybe in Norway. Um Norwegian. Uh, Norwegian. Um <laughs> photographers that do like art um uh, nature photography, um, specifically of, uh, squirrels, the, the like, I don't know, Swedish squir- <laughs> squirrels, but there it's really, really cool, um, stuff. That's, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. Anyway, we've, sorry, we've talked about, uh, modern art far too long. What do you art. guys have? Brandon? Um, yeah, uh, I, I actually saw this, uh, 
come up on uh, Reddit earlier, and I thought it would be an interesting question to ask the group. Would you rather have diarrhea for an hour or? <laughs> <laughs> um, what is the most embarrassing phase of your life? Ooh. Oh, jeez, high school. Like, like something that, like, maybe you had a hairstyle or like a wore clothing or you had affected some sort of or had some sort of affectation or, or something like yeah i mean high just school, awkward like high school and college for me like I, I was coming out of being homeschooled so i was awkward as fuck and you guys know that you guys remember that and and i and there are certain elements that i've grown out of but some of them i have not and that's fine but um <laughs> but that's that's been part of my bag um, of being awkward. I, I know in theater, you know, theater kids are a special crew, especially if they continue into university or college. And so, you know, randomly pulling out English accents and shit like that. Like, I know, like, it's cringy it looking strange. back on it. Well, it's because you're like, it's what you're, it's what you're engulfed in. Like it's your, it's like, that was my entire fucking life. I I lived in that goddamn shop and like, you know, studying lines and scripts and shit. And like, <laughs> it, 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 you just uh, like, one Are you thing embarrassed that I, by that? Sure. Yeah. I, I, well, kind of, um, I, I, I more look back on it and sort of shake my head because I feel like there was, um, it's, it's really easy. I mean, I have a lot of criticisms of universities and how they're run <laughs> generally, but like it's the, the indoctrination, I don't want to say indoctrination, but like, um, you know, they, they try to get you to engage as hard as you can in whatever subject you're studying or whatever your major is. And <clears throat> for the, they want you to immerse yourself. Yeah, and and you know what, like like at a at an uh, age where you, at that age, like it's really easy to do to put all of your energy and all of your eggs in sort of a, a single basket. And and I know you know in part I'm I, I Boy, reflect what, on this it. This basket must. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Exactly. And so like there's. This there's basket, governor. Reflect on that. I'm like, oh, brother. It um, is theater kids, and I, I would say this uh, having been one for a little bit, but like they are the most obnoxious group of people to be around <laughs> we for were, we periods were. of time. <laughs> Have you guys seen any of Bo Burnham? Bo Bur Bo Burnham? Bo Burnham? Yeah. Um, Burnham? His yeah. Have you seen any of his stand-up stuff? He talks about he has a he has a song about um like people who go into show business, and it's like it's like you go to a, a, a birthday party and the kid who's, who's like more attention hogging than the birthday kid. That's the person that you're giving money to, to like continue to be successful and stuff. Anyway, it's, it's pretty funny, <clears throat> but yeah, it's, 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 obno yeah, it's obnoxious. Like retroactively looking back, like, like, you know, certain decisions I made were made me a piece of shit. Um, because I was like, you know, I'm 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 the center of attention. Or I'm the star, or whatever. Which is like being a theater it, kid. So that's pretty, being, that's pretty. Well, first you're not a piece of shit, cringy. but <laughs> no, but but no, and thank you. But like, like, uh, you know, there are two there, there, Brandon. We were pretty like looking back. We were uh, <laughs> we do there are, we uh, are pretty yeah. obnoxious, and we were a theater kid far less than you were, Jake. But 
Um, but we didn't we didn't stick with it as long as you did. Right. Yeah. The problem is I didn't grow out of it. I was just like. I'm still the I center mean, of attention. I will. I mean, say, listen to this podcast. How long do I monologue? I fucking go on and on and on. And so it's like, like, well, but what is it? What is it? Uh, yeah. What does that show you? <laughs> um, I'm still in a little bit of the that phase. I, I will say um, that that does ring true with a lot of the house parties we had. That you know the the U of P theater kids that came over and was like, oh. Yeah, you're like you're like Fucking simultaneously a, drama a, and... you're attractive and annoying as shit at the same time. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> like how I want do. you here and I don't want you here. <laughs> what about you guys? What what are some what are some uh, awkward phases? Uh, I mean, uh, growing up is uh, you know middle school into high school is always you know. Uh, super awkward to think think back on like oh god like why yep. did i like i was such a whatever but like i i never did anything like you know wear a cape or like or or a fedora like some of our oh, friends oh. Uh, uh, but or even yeah. our patrons easy target uh, no um but uh probably i, I was th- trying to think like i was obsessed like late middle school, early high school with the Austin Powers movies. And oh, like yeah. I like, collected <laughs> a bunch of stuff and like I'd wear like you had the big, his, you like, had the little big, like uh, cu- male symbol necklace thing and like You uh, had the big cutout from the movie theater, didn't you? The, the big cardboard standalone? Uh I don't think I ever had that, no. But um I, I talk about it all the time and like uh you would I, do fat bastard pretty frequently yeah i would you quoted, yeah, him, you that, quoted him a lot um the uh <laughs> yeah I, I would just like talk about the movies constantly i remember one time my mom even like said like told me to stop talking about it uh and like i remember on my bedroom door when I was a kid, like putting like his license plate that said like swinger or whatever. And I didn't even know what, know what that meant. And it was like, what am I like? Uh, That's awesome. And yeah, it's it just not, not that like they're funny movies and all that, but like to make it like a Do you still have all is... the action figures. I remember one of the first times I came over to your house, like I was kind of shocked at how much Austin power stuff you had. Like, it was unopened <laughs> toys. Like even back then you had unopened boxes of toys. And I, stuff. yeah, they're, they're actually, yeah, my garage right now. <laughs> you should look them up on eBay. Uh, I have, they're not worth a lot, but Shit. there's Yet. not a, a huge demand for uh, Austin powers <laughs> memorabilia. Surprisingly, but, oh man, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, thinking about, yeah, just being obsessed with that as a kid is kind of... Look at you now. It's just decorative plates. Cringy. Well, but that's, I mean, like what you opened by saying, like, growing up is just like a, a, a thing that everyone has to do, and there are bumps. Mm Mm-hmm. I do have uh, Austin Powers and Dr. Evil Funko figures, though. Nice. Uh, See? There you go. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but matt 
Um, yeah, I, I don't know that I ever had a, a specific phase, but just as an awkward kid in my late <laughs> You're middle living school. You're living it right and, now. <laughs> and I'm, yeah, here we I'm are, there, baby. baby. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's get weird. Um, no, like, I, I, yeah, just typical middle school, early high school, um, figuring out who you are and like really uncomfortable in your own skin and you get bullied a lot. It made it out of it. And I don't know. I, 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 I guess I will admit I was a pretty big asshole back in the day. I was like, I was really smart mouthed and, um, really like jabby at people. And I think it was just a matter of insecurity because of the way others approached me. Um, and that just kind of like found its way out of like, yeah, just being a smart ass. So yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. It was an awkward time. Oh, and then the time I shit my pants, that was kind of awkward. No, no, that was, that was a good one. <laughs> well, that, that was that really like a phase. <laughs> Uh, no, it felt like a phase. <laughs> sure wasn't. Never, ha- never happened again. It was more like a movement, you know. <laughs> oh, fun. good one. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Let's oh, go. go. All right, Jake. What uh, do you got for us? He- All right, I've got a couple of questions. No. Oh. If you were to open. No, that doesn't. We've already talked about restaurants. Um, I so I'm I'm inspired by my questioning this evening by a friend of mine that I met while acting, uh, and he and his partner, uh, his name is Matthew Baldiga. He and his partner just opened a coffee shop in um, upstate New York called Bloom Coffee. So if you find yourself in upstate New York, check them out. Um, it looks like they're doing pretty well. Um, so far, and it looks, it looks fun. They've got like one of those Rolls Royce espresso machines and it, it got my brain a ticking about, you know, opening shops and opening businesses and, um, coffee. I wanted to ask you guys, are you coffee drinkers? Mm-hmm. And if so, what, what flavor, I... what kind? Brandon, you I... just use like straight black, right? Yeah, and I I usually just drink the um the I buy the Costco Columbia Supremo uh beans. <laughs> They're just the Kirkland signature. Yeah. Yep. Beans Same. and then um you grind them at home? Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Nice. Is that all you grind um, at but... home? But <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, nothing nothing oh. too fancy. <laughs> do you when you go out for coffee do you get anything special like do you get yourself treats ever when you go out no i don't treat yourself yeah i don't like get like mochas or lattes or anything actually the right. thing i do get the most when i go out is like iced coffee like iced americanos or mm-hmm. uh, cold brew yeah but yeah so I am like, I still do go and get something flavored, but I'm to the point now where I like, sure, I'll, I'll go through Dutch Brothers or I'll go through the human bean or whatever, Black Rock, but I do ask for everything to be a quarter sweet 
just because I can't I can't handle it. But I do like to have yeah. some kind of flavor. I don't know I don't know what the deal is. A lot of the big box places, big box, uh, the big franchises, they like their default is just so so sweet. Yeah. Um, and I that I don't understand. I I generally drink black coffee here. Um, and we actually, we're pretty bougie about our coffee. We get, um, Cafe Mom from actually your neck of the woods, Brandon and, uh, Eugene. And oh yeah. Yeah. I'm familiar they're, with, with them. They're really good. We get, um, one of their blends. Um, you should, uh, another local roaster that I want to give a shout out to is Cafe Picori. Oh yeah. They have really, they have really fun branding also. Oh, nice. Like a lot of like '90s nostalgia type branding stuff, but their coffee is really good as well. But it's kind of expensive for daily use, so I don't get it very right. often. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's that's the thing. Anna, Anna really, you know, she it's really like likes twenty her bucks coffee. a pound or whatever, and it's just oh jeez, yeah. That's that's a <laughs> lot. I think Cafe Mom is a little more um, reasonable, but. We ship it across the country, which is not ecologically friendly for all the good stuff that they're doing for the environment in their <laughs> shop. We're like, send it across the country. So yeah, we're not doing the exact zero. opposite of what they yeah, want. We're undoing <laughs> it. Um, we do the we do the same. We we get Costco coffee. We grind it here. My father in law got us this really fancy grinder that you can select um, all the different grades and you can like test them out to see how it really opens up your coffee. Um, Kara drinks it with just creamer, but I still do like, um, the silk almond stuff in it. So mm. I don't really taste, uh, I, I don't been... like, dr- I don't drown it out, but I, right. I still like to you're, have flavor to it. You're a pumpkin it. spice latte person, aren't you? No. Uh, mm. no, yeah, I would say no. I, it's pretty aggressive. It's quite yeah. the... What the Quite fuck, the man? Uh, um, listen, listen. I'm, just yes or no. What's I'm a basic bitch no. with my coffee, but no, I don't do. No. no, I'm a peppermint mocha boy. Oh, that's that's what it is. I, I know there is some sort of seasonal. <laughs> Come on, Hallmark uh, Channel peppermint mocha Christmas. Yeah, yeah it's Come branded. On. It's branded. Thanksgiving can fuck off. <laughs> fuck right off. <laughs> um, you guys have Trader Joe's n- near you. Yes. Anna's still been... never been to one really i've never been to a trader Joe's, but yes no, we have kinda, them they're, they're kind of cool but there's a anna's been getting a creamer from there uh an oat milk um brown sugar creamer and i don't like uh putting stuff in my coffee i just like it black but um i have uh made her coffee and licked the spoon from it and been like that's not bad from like you know like you know when you like mix coffee and instead of just like well, I don't know. I always like to try what I'm mixing. Um, and I'm like, you know. Started that at I a did, young age. If I did like that. True that. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Hey, listen, man. You don't know me. Hey, Jake, we need another pint glass of an old fashioned over here. <laughs> you got it. Coming right Tall, up. Taller short, Tall, sweetie. <laughs> taller short. Um, Speaking of Trader Joe's, uh, in Chicago, I went to Aldi for the first time. Oh, yeah. Is... Aldi's. Aldi's cool. Yeah. I mean, it's cheap. It's not, I said cool. It's not cool. It's like good it's to get a couple of things for very cheap. Yeah. It felt like a grocery outlet 
with kind of a better selection a better selection what's that one that's what's that one next to fred meyer in uh gresham albertson's oh gresh winco winco that one was gonna say it used to be food for less (laughs) yeah wait yeah winco's cool well winco used to be cub foods and then then they grew up to a bear there's still a Jakey food for less a... bend. We went that one time. Oh, yeah, we did. That's true. I forgot about that. <laughs> um, anyway. Jake, you been to a Piggly Wiggly's yet? No. Check Piggly out. Wiggly? Uh-uh. They're, in the, they're in the triangle. Oh. I should, yeah, I should find them. What's, uh, what's like, the, the big grocery store in the, is it, um, is it Publix? Food Lion. Is that? There's, is the Food one? Lion is the, is the... And then Harris Teeter. The food line is the safe way. Or like Harris Teeter is the safe way. Of uh, in this side. And then, um, yeah, there's a Publix and there's also Wegmans. Which Wegmans mm. is, is uh, we, we end up going to that because their produce is way better than everywhere else. Did you go um, to H Mart yet? Not yet. I told you right that my my um, my colleague at work he's like you should go to H Mart too. Yeah, like he told me it's that. pretty magical. Like, right, man. Why Costco has Korean corn dogs now? We uh, do they? Do they? In their frozen section, yeah. Oh, nice. you can't get them frozen. <laughs> What's yeah, a Korean corn dog? Hmm. What's a Korean corn dog? What isn't a Korean corn dog? Okay. I think you can put anything on it. Uh, it's just a. Uh, corn dog with a bunch of extra shit all over it um oh, oh. Mm. the ones that are you in, are you in marketing by chance <laughs> yeah am, am i selling it yeah, you... yeah i sold sold I'll have a corn two. dog with a bunch of shit on it mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh jake there's not a huh there there's one in pig... carry oh apparently yeah. a piggly wiggly Oh, oh no! I was talking about H-Mart. no. There's no, no there's no more Piggly Wigglies in. They're all in the out outskirts area now. There used to be one in the Triangle, but god damn it! Hopefully, this is informational content for the listeners, so they know where Piggly Wiggly can be found in the uh, Raleigh there, Durham it's actually, area. I mean, no, there isn't in the Raleigh Durham area, but they're in pretty oh, yeah, much well, they're in on the other side of Greensboro. Texas, Oklahoma, Tejas, Louisiana, Florida, pretty I much guess everywhere I was except kind where of started talking about grocery stores. That is something anyway. that I uh, that I asked a question like, "What do you enjoy doing?" That most people probably don't, and I really enjoy going to grocery stores I don't normally go to. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> like a kid in a candy store. Ooh, different aisles. <laughs> what's gonna be down this aisle uh, i like i, 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 I don't what... like going i don't really like going grocery shopping or like going to like the the stores around me but like um i like if there's like a foreign uh grocery store or like a chain that i don't have around me or something like that like or even like like small like small town like mom and pop like thriftways or whatever it was kind of fun to yeah. go to or like those types of stores I don't know. I, I was like going in and looking. The around. Thriftway in Welch's uh, was always fun to go to for me because it was it was definitely yeah. 
for a long time. Like sometimes they have like weird stuff that you never see anywhere. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. That's why, was a, that's why I, I enjoyed H Mart so much. Um, it was just it was very different. Yeah. In, Matt, um, you should go to. Uh, have you been to Ninety Nine Ranch? Uh. Uh-uh. It's sort of like an H Mart. It's a big Asian grocery store chain. Um, I know there's one in Beaverton, but hmm. when we, when we lived in Astoria, Queens, there was we were in a very Greek neighborhood, and they had a bunch of um, yeah, like Greek store or like Europe, like quote unquote European stores with a bunch of imported stuff, and most of it was in languages that I could not read, so and and like top to bottom could not read, so I had no idea what it was. <laughs> Um, that was always, that was always fun to do. Nice. Well, there's the 99 ranch in Edmonds in Kent in Washington. What you call me? I'm not going to Seattle for that. Aren't you going to be up in Seattle way? No, I was, I was just up there. Oh. For the races, for the drags. Yeah. But aren't you, aren't you going up to, uh, going little, little vacation? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, actually. Yeah. In a couple of weeks. What's it called? Well, geolocating uh, various various groceries, I know, is very exciting for our listeners, (laughs) but perhaps we've exhausted the evening. So um, thanks, everybody, for for sticking around and and listening to our incoherent mumblings. Ranting, yeah. Well, what do we we glean from this episode? If 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 you piss in bowls... Go fuck yourself. If yep, that's a strong one. If you drink coffee, drink it either bougie or trashy. Um, <laughs> what else? Oh yeah, be embarrassing. Be the worst version of yourself and tell us about it. You got a funny or... way to wrap up an episode, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, fucking. Sometimes you just gotta send it. <laughs> Could, could, couldn't have said it better myself so uh, send any questions or comments to qualifiednonsense at gmail.com or hit us up on our socials found in the episode description don't forget to rate, review, share, like and subscribe on your podcast app of choice if you haven't already please check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash qualifiednonsense and sign up for just five bucks a month to help us keep the lights on and get some bonus content while you're at it also uh, keep an eye out for uh, our live stream coming uh, Sunday, August 27th at yeah. uh, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, and 69, the, Jake, dude. What are the, uh, the, the <laughs> how, how, how do people find us? Yeah, so twitch.tv slash qualified nonsense. Um, you can find us there. We'll be streaming there and also on YouTube. Um, and our YouTube channel is just search for Qualified Nonsense, and we will be that YouTube channel. We'll uh, put the realized. links into. Oh, what? You could you could argue that this being released every Tuesday, at 9 p.m. is a modern art installation. What a piece of shit! I know. Go. We should go fuck ourselves. We should go fuck ourselves. How fast do you think you That would also be pretty good modern art. For Placid to arrive. Well, I have arrived!
we'll, we'll see you back here next Wednesday for another art installation, uh, which we call Qualified Nonsense. 